Welcome to today's episode of Talking Tech. Talking Tech wouldn't be possible without sponsors, and today's episode is sponsored by Freedom Tech. Freedom Tech is a managed service provider located in Johnston, Rhode Island, that has been in business since 2001 and is known for their friendly, locally staffed help desk. To find out more about Freedom Tech, you can visit www.ftssupport.com. On this podcast, I interview people in the field of technology and discuss what inspired our guests to enter the field, what has kept them in it, and what they are looking forward to in the future of technology. On this episode of Talking Tech, I had the opportunity to speak with Michael Parad, who has been in the business of technology for many years and used his knowledge of the industry to enhance his own business offerings. I hope you enjoy the podcast. I'm Scott Miller, and I'd like to welcome you to this episode of Talking Tech. Our guest on today's episode is Michael Parad. Mike, thank you for being on the show. Pleasure is mine, Scott. Thank you so much for having me. Mike, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little about yourself and telecom consultants. Absolutely, absolutely. That's what I'm uh, typically best at, just joking or talking about myself. But I've been in the industry now for just about uh, 27 years in, in the telecommunications industry. And um, I've done everything from selling uh, old-fashioned two-way radio systems in taxi cab companies to selling one of the very first cellular phones uh, ever sold in, in New England way before the towers were actually ever put up. Hmm. So uh, I don't mean to age myself, Scott, but, <laughs> the, <laughs> but there you go, you know, kind of like the uh, George Washington of telecom, if you will. Seven years, that must be, a, you must have seen a lot of changes in that time. A lot of changes. I mean, uh, with, with cell phones, literally I would carry in uh, the, those old bag phones and then they became metal phones. So that was my exercise to walk around with uh, 100 pound plus Halliburton briefcase uh, cell phones with a catalog in hand because the phones obviously didn't work. There was no towers. You know, some right. people would give me like a $3,000 check and say, I want all the call features. You know, I want all the bells and whistles uh, and call memory. And now that all that comes like a McDonald's Happy Meal, you know, with cell phones, you know? <laughs> so, um, you know, I worked for, then I worked for General Electric. I got recruited uh, from General Electric to Motorola selling the exact same things, two-way radios and, and cell phones. So for those listeners that don't know, just watch Lethal Weapon. You can see those wonderful little bag phones. I think. Otherwise, not even move to have those. In them. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I don't know if you remember. I'm going to date myself again. Get smart. You know, Don yep. Adams. You know, he had the shoe phone, so I wasn't too far behind now. <laughs> <laughs> um, as far as my company, Scott, was the next question. Uh, telecom consultants were headquartered in Massachusetts. And uh, for many, many years, we've been servicing business customers to help them save money on their telephone services, their dial tone, their internet, and uh, telephone systems. That's uh, changed quite a bit. It's gone a, a lot of, uh, from premise-based uh, PBXs uh, up to now the voice over IP, and the whole world's in the cloud right now, Scott. It really is, and it's, it's going to be a fascinating ride to see where we go from here. Um, so 
As those of us in the field know, technology is constantly changing and evolving. What inspired you to enter into the realm? Say that to me again, Scott. What inspired you to join and venture into the realm of IT? Oh, okay. Well, uh, I'm excited uh, about the, uh, the future of telecom and IT, especially with the uh, invention, if you will, of voice over IP and uh, session-initiated protocol trunks, SIP trunks, and literally, uh, it's become, uh, I'm not going to say easy, because I don't want to you know, curse myself or anybody. It's become uh, a lot easier to sell companies' telephone systems that has every bell and whistle built into it. And it takes a lot of the uh, problems, for lack of better words to use, probably not the best word, to have somebody come and have the phone system on premise in their phone closet, lots of bulky equipment is now gone. Uh, you don't have uh, the guy coming there and charging $150, $200 an hour to look at the phone system if there's a problem, get up from the floor and say, you know what, it's Verizon's fault or whatever carrier's fault. Uh, it takes a lot of that out of the equation because now everything is controlled remotely, Scott. So before we actually hopped on this, I know you and I were talking and you actually were discussing one of the issues you're currently facing. In technology, we are always under the pressure of constantly on the go and trying to resolve issues. What's kept you in the game? Why? What inspires you to keep on coming into it? Today? Well, I get to I get to tell you just to answer the question very very uh, truthfully and honestly, is that thankfully, knock on wood, uh, because uh, I work on a residual only type of uh, commission structure. I don't I haven't drawn a paycheck uh, for uh, you know it's going to be close to twenty years now from an employee. It drives me money and drives me very very hard. Uh, and when the mailman pulls up at 10.30 to be exact, Scott, not that I'm you know, watching out the window, but on the 30th of every month, his name's John, pulls up and I go out and I take all the checks that come in from the various and sundry providers that we have worked with to help out the customers. And then I sit down and I go, I celebrate for two minutes and then I go and we have to cut checks to the uh, our agents that were kind enough to bring us the deal. But I cry a little bit, but still happy. So that's a little different than most companies. Can you explain how you got into that model? And that seems to be one of your yeah. differentiators, so. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. And a, a long time ago, I made the decision. I said, okay, well, I can be a consultant, hence my name, Telecom Consultants, the company's name. I can be a consultant and then look at everybody's bills. And I, and I can dissect, we can dissect the phone bills pretty quickly to see where people are overpaying, see if there's, we can enhance their services at a lower rate. And then I said, well, we have a choice. Most companies, I think that's what you're addressing, is most companies that do something similar to what Telecom Consultants does is, we, is charge a percentage of the savings. So if somebody, we say, okay, we can save you $1,000, but you know what? We're going to charge you $500 for our services to do it. But instead, what we said is, all right, well, 
power in the numbers here. We do our, we're, we're free. So literally we put our necks on the line, if you will, when we say, okay, and we can save you that thousand dollars. Now, if the customer signs, now they're gonna be getting the, the, their invoices from the carriers, whether it's Verizon or somebody else that we refer, and they do all the paperwork with them. But we, as an agent of those companies, we get paid commissions every month or ongoing residuals for as long as the customers stick around. And uh, it's this way here, the proof's in the pudding, and it's all about reputation at this point. And it makes a big difference because I explained to people, because as you can imagine, Scott, one of the first questions the customer asks is like, wait a minute, if you're not billing us on telecom consultants letterhead, how are you making money? And my answer is, you know, even though I do help out quite a few charities, in this case, we're not one, we're in it, yes, to make money. Yes, we are. But on the flip side of the house, we have to help you save this money. And whether it's through one carrier, two carriers, or three carriers of voice data or phone systems or what have you, it makes a big difference. Uh, Scott, we do the same thing with electric and gas too. Really? The advent, yeah, it's pretty cool. And I got to tell you, I'm not, I don't mind sharing the secret sauce. We collect people's electric bill and natural gas bill, and we look at the rates that they're paying. And now with the advent of the uh, regulation, literally they can, with they're paying 10 cents a kilowatt hour now, when we're done, hopefully, they'll would have locked it in at the same nine cents a kilowatt hour or 8.5 cents a kilowatt hour. They still get the same bill. And I say this jokingly, Scott, that they've grown to know and love, <laughs> uh, you know, from National Grid or, you know, or, or any of the other, uh, electric companies out there uh, however the rate will be lower right on the bill it'll say of the lower rate and it locks it in you know like a, like a, a mortgage if you will mm-hmm. and you know and if the lights go off scott they still call the their existing provider that they've again grown to know and love and uh, it's literally just not even a billing change it's a rate change right on the bill we take those savings and we go, look what we've done here. Look how great we are. Uh, literally, you know, we saved you this much money on the electric and the gas. And now this old system that you have, this phone system, I think it's time to replace it. So we've given them house money back, Scott. So just to capitalize and make sure I get fully understood as well, what you do is you find the best deals across the board for rather from Essentially, it sounds like any utility um, Mm -hmm. and find a way to negotiate or find offerings that are typically lower than what they get from the main provider. Exact bingo. Absolutely. And it takes me a long time to teach my agents exactly what you just said, although I know you've been in the industry uh, as long, if not longer, as I have, Scott. (laughs) Hmm. So... Speaking of agents, what advice would you bring in or offer someone that's coming in right off the street to delve into the technology or delve into their brokerage, but a savings realm? Absolutely. That's a great question. So many people say to me, they go, wow, I want to do what you're doing. Or I I wish that I uh, did what you're doing 
years ago and just be on my own, not answer to the man or woman, you know, uh, and that's, that's great. And I've loved it. But one thing I would tell you in answer to your question is that if somebody wants to do this, they have to have enough money in the bank to pay their bills. They, they cannot count on this right off the bat because literally if you sell somebody a phone system or an internet circuit or whatever, it takes, let's just say, a month to two months to get installed. And then the billing process starts, and then the customer has to pay the bill. So I would tell anybody of any age, if you're expecting to make an absolute killing on this right away and be able to put money in the bank, please don't count on that. Uh, down the road, it's unbelievable. You know, like literally you build up your, your base and your residuals, and yes, you're your own man. However, you know, you have to be willing to put the time into it 150% every day. There's no, no downtime, if you will. So it's very similar to almost like commission-based segment. Yes, it's exactly. This is all commission-based. Uh, you know, insurance, you pay health, health insurance on your own. You do a total independent and literally uh, you're, you cannot expect to uh, make a lot of money right off the bat, but this is a very, very good industry, and I think honestly, it's it's getting better. Okay. So, in looking at the technology, I'm going to hop over to the telephony side because I know that's one of your wheelhouses. Yes. What do you consider to be the biggest challenge when you're bridging the gap for the technology from your business to in the business to the companies you're supporting? The biggest hurdle, if you will, it needs to be leapfrogged is, and I say this in, in uh, lovingly, there are still a good amount of decision makers that would rather, and I, I have to word this carefully like a politician, because I am an AT&T agent, but would rather stick with AT&T, would rather stick with Verizon Direct, would rather stick with an old uh, legacy phone system, if you will, PBX, and not what they sometimes would take a chance on voice over IP or hosted in the cloud PBX. That's the biggest hurdle that myself and my agents have to get over because the proof's in the pudding. Your good old-fashioned copper lines your good old-fashioned phone system has worked for years it's been tried and true it's your workhorse and sometimes it's a little scary to make changes no matter how many dollars we can show them they can save and no matter how many bells and whistles that are built in so a lot of times you have to go in including with with handsets sometimes and plug into their system and make a call to downtown Nebraska, even though it's not even touching their network. And the biggest challenge to that is sometimes, well, you can't get past their firewall, <laughs> you know, uh, that kind of thing. But a lot of times you, you have to kind of just say, hey, listen, you know, this is the way the world's going right now. And you, you truly don't want to get left behind, Scott. Yeah, I think it's interesting because in our day, when we used to use the word POTS lines and copper lines, I think the majority of the public that are still hooked on them 
don't understand yeah. that the back end is all switching over to digital and SIP technologies and routing anyway. And it's just the last segment that may come across as copper line, which even half the time doesn't now. It still comes across and then gets relegated out at the board. Exactly. I mean, when we're talking on, like, you know, on a cell phone, or when uh, most people are making calls right now, if you have, Com let's say, Comcast cable, let's say, well, when if you have your phone on that, you know, if you, you have Comcast phone service or whatever, guess what? You're on voice over IP. Most people, even those do not realize, like you just said perfectly, is at the end of the day, the transport is voice over IP already. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and that's the toughest part to get around to explain somebody that just, you know, nobody wants to get fired. There's an old expression. Nobody ever got fired by sticking with AT&T. But now that the universe is changing around, if you will, that could not be the case anymore. Some people might get fired for not doing the right thing by the company. And you have to be very careful to walk that fine line. True. In the last 10 years, what technology do you think has really shaken up the industry? <laughs> well, outside of the voice over IP, which is really the, 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 the main change, is like you had mentioned, the change away from copper lines, from analog lines, um, the likes of Verizon, uh, Spec Spectrum, a few other uh, local uh, exchange companies or Lex, uh, they don't truly maintain those networks anymore. So what happens is if you're uh, in an old city hall, in an old town, someplace uh, that is not exactly Manhattan, if you will, uh, they truly don't have the interest to maintain the infrastructure anymore because the money's not in it for them anymore. So the customers suffer when that backhoe pulls up and unearths the ground. <laughs> um, and they, you know, they, tr they truly are not in any gigantic rush to get there. Uh, there's still a very, uh, still absolutely a need for copper lines. Uh, th there is, uh, but typically, and they're not always part of your primary PBX. Just for those that know, don't know, LEC is a local exchange carrier. Yes. Mm -hmm. What's Sorry, fascinating? Okay. No, that's okay. What's fascinating to me overall is with all the changes that are occurring and all the companies propping up and actually selling SIP technologies. Uh, it still astounds me that the, the baby bells and the Verizons and AT still find a way to own the infrastructure to transport it across <laughs> and manage to collect that's their right. fees. That, that's 3,000% correct, Scott. I mean, the rich get richer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, you know, and, uh, you know, the way to, the only way to really go around a Verizon or AT&T, so to speak, is, and we do it a lot, is yes, we use Verizon and AT&T Direct a lot. However, we use resellers. So literally the customer will receive the bill from a different company. It'll still be Verizon lines, let's say, but it'll be 25% less, which helps out everybody, profit margin and such. 
And a lot of times the resellers are, are right online with Verizon anyways through a central interface, a, a portal, if you will. So honestly, and I say this nicely and carefully via podcast, uh, a lot of these companies, their customer services overseas, that's not always ideal. Whereas mm. some, of the re- <laughs> some of the resellers that we work with, that we have agreements with, are right here in the states, and they and they and they speak uh, English or Spanish, and uh, you know it, it just makes life a lot easier. You know. Yeah, and what's fascinating to me as well is that actually that concept of reselling Verizon and AT and T lines is now occurring on all the mobile carriers as well. Yes, in fact, we just got a gigantic wireless deal. Um, uh, it's a, a city. And um, in Connecticut, and what happened was I took a look at uh, their uh, Verizon invoice, and I'm like, wow, Le- legacy pricing on top of legacy pricing. They're paying top dollar for a lot of flip phones. <laughs> you know, wow. the old fact, and <laughs> speaking of Don Adams, right? Yeah. The old flip phones, they're, they're getting destroyed. And, uh, you know, I mean, we were able to save them, uh, well, about uh, $3,000 a month uh, and get them uh, brand new handsets uh, on top of it. So, you know, it's a win-win there. That's fantastic. So looking in the future over the next five years, what do you think is going to be the next big disruptor for it? Well, wow. I'd like to play the stock market more if I could answer the question as succinctly as I'd like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but honestly, um, and I hate to say this, um, but you know, what's fair is fair. Um, uh, a lot of people will not want handsets anymore and it's already kind of happening. Um, you know, um, that a lot of people, it, everything's gonna be run through your desktop and laptop to receive and make calls and transmit emails, uh, voice to text, text to voice. Uh, and uh, everything is, our universe is heading straight into the cloud. And uh, I think that will continue to occur. Uh, companies that don't transition and don't make that, tr- that change and wanna hold on for dear life are going to suffer. <laughs> you know, uh, so I mean, there are companies that have tried and true, and, and they've been able to make money for a long time, but they have to be willing to change to move towards today's world. So Google Voice actually did that, and I think they were one of the first where they have their platform that they can terminate it either to your laptop, desktop, or even your yes. cell phone. Enough. Absolutely, you- absolutely, and it works to a degree, Scott. It works for, you know, onesies, twosies, if you will, small, you know, individual, um, you know, people that work perhaps out of their homes or what have you, but it lacks a lot of the functionality uh, of a, certainly of a phone system of any type. So do you, and I don't want you to give away your vendors or your your secret sauce there, but do you have (laughs) a product that would uh, replace almost like a larger scale PBX or voice uh, system for an entity or enterprise level client for that? 
Absolutely, absolutely. So, we, and that's okay. We have agreements right now with close to six, well, I'd roll with like about 60 different providers that sell uh, hosted PBX systems, a voice over IP systems. So for instance, I can certainly name a couple of the carriers that we we enjoy working with quite a bit. And I hope, you know, nobody needs to get mad at me when they hear this, but I mean, it is what it is. We, we go that direction because it makes and feels everybody look good and saves mm-hmm. the company money. So we're talking like bullseye telecom is, is one. Uh, we're talking about a, a, a ring central uh, companies like, like that TPX is uh, another good one. Uh, we're very careful who we recommend because uh, we want our customers to have, to have a good experience and they want, want it to be as turnkey as humanly possible. Uh, we won't, Scott, we won't work with any PBX companies that won't go out and do a white glove install. Uh, many, many hosted providers still pre-program the handsets. They ship them out. And you can steal this if you want. It becomes plug and pray. Mm-hmm. And, and that is not good. And, you know, at least our customer base, a lot of times we don't run into the most technical of customers, the sizes of all, customers of all sizes. And they truly, when they buy a new toy, they want the toy to work. They don't want to make the toy work. They want the toy to work, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So we're very careful about that, Scott. That's actually interesting because what people don't understand is a lot of handsets can run between the 300 to $400 per handset. So the solutions you're offering actually would alleviate that cost by making it strictly app-based that they can have on their phone exactly. or on their cell phone. Exactly. Uh, literally, to give you an example, let's say somebody does want handsets. So a typical, most hosted PBX companies sell Polycom, very, very good handsets. They're famous for their speakerphone, if you will. It's almost like having a Bose system in your office. Yeah. And what happens is like, literally, uh, if they buy those handsets out direct, just by, with cash, Yes, it could be two, you know, like two hundred dollars a handset. However, if you incorporate it in as a rental into your seat cost, is what you're addressing, Scott, perfectly. Is now you're talking like say about twenty dollars a seat, all in. That includes a brand new handset. It includes all of your calls anywhere in the United States for you know included for free, if you will. All for like say twenty four, twenty three, twenty five dollars per workstation, and you know, literally, typically, a, a contract would be between twelve and thirty six months, and at the end, you pay a dollar and you own the handsets if you want them. But at the end of the day, they're nothing more than a dumb piece of plastic, and it's really all about the infrastructure and the system that they sit on. For, for your bells and whistles, if you will, Scott. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, you, you certainly have a lot to offer. So why don't you tell everyone and share your website and how they can reach out to you? 
Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, that, that, that would be my pleasure, and I appreciate you having me on, and thank you very, very much. The website is www.telecomconsults.com. That's T-E-L-E-C-O-M-C-O-N-S-U-L-T-S.com. And truly what we do is we specialize in savings company monies on voice, data, telephone systems, electric and natural gas. And one thing we didn't mention is we have an exclusive agreement with Konica Minolta for copy of printers. So if you're in a bad lease, if you will, which a lot of people are, we can a lot of times look at that and buy you out in cash, get you a brand new uh, printer copier, and plus save you money monthly as compared to what you're currently paying. How is that? Mike, <laughs> you have a lot to offer, and I think anyone should reach out to you and find a need because you seem to plug all the holes and gaps and can save a lot of money for everyone. We really do try. Uh, we really do. Uh, Scott, and if anybody wants to call me direct, my number is 617-290-3374, and it's just greatly appreciated. Well, there you have it, Mike. Thank you for being part of the show. To learn more about the company, visit his website, give him a call. He gave you his personal information and reach out. Thank you, Mike, so much. Thank you. Have a great day. Thanks for everything, Scott. Thank you. Take care.